Oh, you got a guess coming on? No. Jeez, we need the bloody. We need a we guess. guess. Yeah, soon. I think people are getting sick of us. I don't think. <laughs> Content catch up. Friends. Enemies. Enemies. <laughs> Joy. Welcome to episode 19. It's my intro. Don't you dare talk over the top of me. You know my favorite thing to do is to take your intro. You do. You do. That's very early us, actually. That's very raw season one. Cringe Mm. us, I reckon. That's something we used to do. But when we didn't used to uh, just reminiscing on the days where we didn't even used to have a run sheet, but now we've got a run sheet. Jesus, light's a bit harsh though, isn't it? We've got a lot. We've got expert lighting. Remember the the first ever episode? You're like, oh, we better intro ourselves. Do you want to sort of tell the listeners about who you are? And I'm like, oh, we don't need that. No, no. (laughs) What a real throwback. But I'm going really well, Michael Francis Barker, just enjoying this lovely long weekend. It's been nice to have the day off today and just just relax and forget about the, the troubles of Working in sports content, hey. Mm. Um, yeah, how are you not... going? Yeah, no, I feel I feel for you, but um, that's enough about you already. I think um, <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm enjoying not being as close to Carlton. Well, enjoying and not enjoying, but I think this is a good season for the men's team. At least we don't know what the AFLW crew are going to do, but uh, mm. it's it's tough times for you at the minute. But hey, at least your actual mob Essendon got over the line, <laughs> which. Probably wouldn't saying much considering their opposition. It's uh, it's it's it was a hard watch. Like I watched, I worked half the game and then had to go watch as a supporter. And I I really didn't know who to support at, at any stage of the game. I was I was sad that Carlton didn't win, but then a part of me was happy that Essendon did. It was just it was very conflicted. You could call me Natalie Imbruglia because I was torn. <laughs> Where did that come from? Well done. You are a good podcaster. Yeah. I'm generally impressed with that. Thank you. Generally Is that impressed. something you just you just got written on your hand or something? <laughs> no. Ready to go? no, it just came to mind. But it, it was it was it was a hard watch. But anyway, that's that's not what we're here to. We're not we're not a sports podcast, Michael. We're a content podcast. So what else has been happening? You've been working today. You you just told me about a, a bit of a content op that you had today. That was quite nice. Yes. Um, so our friend Chris Golding, so he's a um, Melbourne United basketball player. He's co-owner or, or part owner of um, Hoop City, of course, and he had a few things to do with um, Hoop City this weekend. So he had a camp yesterday and then today filmed him. Um, a, a, a kid won a private workout with him, Jules. I was telling you about this earlier. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, and then he, as I told you, which relates to us <laughs> talking about um, organic moments and capturing these moments, uh, Chris gave the 14-year-old kid, Lucas, his pair of shoes he wore for uh, most games last year. So that was nice. And the camera was rolling, so that's the most important thing. Do, do you reckon he washed them first or were they a bit, like, stinky? Well, I don't know. He said, oh, do you have the keys for the locker room? And I sort of looked at him like, why the hell would I have keys to your locker room? And then he just got them. So maybe not. Maybe fresh. Maybe had a workout before it. They're definitely stinky shoes. I don't don't know what (laughs) I'd do if someone handed me their like sweaty footy boots. Like I'd feel a bit like. uh, Like you're a kid though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But if you're a 30 year old man. Yeah, man. Um, But like there's all these people at the footy now that have the signs that are like, oh, please give me your boots after the game. And I can't think of anything worse than just 
getting handed these sweaty, wet, muddy, like old pumas that nah. just reek out. Like, what are you going to do with them? I think footies. You got to remember the like the uh, shoe culture of basketball, though. That's a bit different to it, like yeah, a muddy true. boot from an AFL field. That's true. Does Does Chris have good um, shoes? What's he What's he rocking? Oh, I, I'm not really a um, shoe head. Is that what people call sneaker? No, I'm not sneaker head. I don't think. sneaker head. Sorry. Um, no, but he actually answered uh, during his camp over the weekend. One of the kids asked him what his favorite shoes were, and I think they were the Kobe. Grinches or something like that. The bright green ones. You might have seen oh, them on a few yeah, players. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I know the Kobe Grinch as well. Oh, yeah? Do you? Oh, do. They, no, I'm a they sneaker have head, size <laughs> Extra, extra small for extra you. Tiny baby sizes. <laughs> um, but anything else from your your side of the things from this week, Julian? Um, no, just really enjoy the long weekend. Me and the, the lovely Marnie Olsen Young got away to, to Kyneton for the day on, on Saturday when had a pie. Which was quite Ooh. nice, and also had Pies a. Pies little... are bloody underrated. Oh, I hadn't had one in so long. Like I can't tell you how long I had an pie for, and it was honestly like you're gonna hate this, but it was a little orgasm in my mouth. It was quite oh. like I know you but don't hang really... on. It was a veggie pie. It was right? a veggie pie. It was a it was a yeah. mushroom, uh, a truffled mushroom pie, which was. Which was just delicious from the old Cobb Country Bakery. Oh, hello, Bernie. Um, Cobb Country well, Bakery or something like that. The, yeah, I, I do like where you're going because the, the bakeries or the cafes that specialise in pies are the really good ones. Like they're, They are delicious. And maybe an early controversial call for me, um, mm-hmm. back when you ate meat, I would say that the like the processed pies and not the real meat are actually better than the real meat pies. Okay, so you're thinking like a four and twenty, like real shitty servo type yeah, pie is better. They're better than the chunky real meat ones you get that have like oh, it's just the texture of it. I, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't suit a pie. Give me the give me the four and twenty. You you know what? I won't disagree what? with you because like really, do you remember when you were little and you used to get like party pies? And that's the oh, same, yeah. like, shitty, yeah. like, chewy, just saucy, gravy, meat goodness that, like, the Fawn and 20 right, has. Cool. I wonder what it is. What's it, what, what, what is in it? Probably salt and butter. Like, it's just, it just tastes good. Like, it's not. Welcome to the pie catcher. <laughs> <laughs> this Great is pie good chat. In the sky. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's about our week. So I like yeah. that. But you're right. Party pies. God, God, that were good. Yeah. Um, and this anyway. pie, this pie was delicious. Like it, obviously veggie pie, but it was delicious. Um, mm. And then, yes, they had a a footy training in in the morning. Um, me being me, and this this will you come as no surprise to you, Michael Francis, is that I um, didn't probably read the, the the message that came out from uh, the club, and I just saw that the the training time had been updated to a bit earlier, and I was like. Yeah, no drama. That's that actually works out better for me. Um, it ended up being a full blown scratch match against uh, another pub, so training was a bit more intense than Went what I was expecting. But um, yeah, that that was How'd a you go? That was, well. I think we won. Um, very, very. <laughs> Nobody kept score. Nah, it wasn't. It was pretty like unofficial, but. Um, yeah, it was very muddy in the middle. It, it just felt like every time you were stepping, you were stepping in cement. So, 
bit sore today. Oh, well, sounds like a bunch of excuses. What position do you play again? I forgot. Uh, I play mid or wing, basically. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, liking yourself to a player quickly before we move on to content? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so many. So many. Uh, some would say <laughs> a, a young Patrick Cripps. Others would say a young, <laughs> so others would say a young James Hurd. But uh, at the moment, uh, I'd probably say call me Mark Mercury because I'm just mercurial. Okay. I wasn't good as yet. Natalie brought What's her name? Natalie Brulia. Yeah. Anyway, do you want anyway, to get up to content? Is... Yeah, we might yeah, as well okay. move on. Yeah, uh, you, hit, you hit me. You hit me? I'll, yeah, you I'll hit, hit me. you. So, Barks, I know it was one of our points um, earlier this year to, to highlight I've... some Australian creators. Um, and I stumbled across one a few weeks ago um, and I haven't brought them up. So I thought now's the best time. So Ben Grimes. Um, Grimesy. Grimesy. <laughs> um, doing a bit of work for AFL Queensland, but more specifically doing a, a few like collabs with AFLW players during the preseason and off season. Some really cool photography and then some really cool reels as well and, and like some TikToks just more um, kind of based on the sole athlete focus, Bark, so quite similar to what you were doing for a bit, um, working closely with the athletes themselves rather than the clubs or anything like that to just showcase the work that's going on in the, in the behind the scenes. Nothing crazy but like just good like solid content, I guess, like – yeah. Again, highlighting the the people that need to be highlighted and, and giving a, a showcase to to the athletes that work so hard behind the scene and, and don't have the focus that anyone else does. He's got some great photography, but also some video, great videos. Covers a lot of different ground. Um, I just thought I'd give Grimesy a good shout out because he's doing that thing that we've spoken about so often, Barks, and putting himself out there and working with athletes to help build their brand. Um, and then also building his brand as well at the same time. Love it. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just I always appreciate when people have these, um, uh, I'm not going to say niche, but things that uh, they start doing over and over again and sort of being known for that one thing. And this is AFLW. Clearly, I assume most of these are the Brisbane mm-hmm. girls. Um, yeah, I like it. I rate it. I think yeah. it's cool because... I think it's cool because when you start to highlight the individual, naturally teammates and friends will get it around the post a lot more and then you start to build up their profiles. Well, I think that's what we're also like if we're looking through his profile, it looks like he started working with maybe one or two athletes and a few more of them have have dropped in and Mm. and actually seen the benefits of this. Um, And that's the reality of it. Like for athletes, it's – it's how much you you're willing to put yourself out there and how consistently you're willing to do that. So if you, you have the opportunity of a content creator coming up and this is for the athletes listening, but if you have the, the opportunity of a content creator that comes up to you and is, is willing to work with you, I think it's just an easy. Yes. Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. They'll do nine. And way to follow. So way to go. follow up on your own point. Yeah. It's about, we're going to shout out Australian content creators. It's a good finding. Grimesy. Yeah. Grimesy. So if you want to follow him, it's uh, Grimes underscore film on Instagram. Um, and he's also got a few TikToks out there as well. So give it a bit of a look. Um, the other bit of content, uh, loose content, Barks, is something that I think we've spoken about 
a couple of times, but it caught my attention and I wanted to get your take on it. It's this tweet from Bad Design Podcast, a great follow on Twitter. And the tweet reads, creative people need time to sit around and do nothing. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll rate this. Mm. Well, I, I want to get your thoughts before I, I jump into to mine. And I know you've you've been doing a bit more of this recently. Um, yeah, if you want to jump in and share anything that you're thinking. Well, you're fucking saying I sit around and do nothing a bit more. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. No, I, I just relate to this a lot because I think even as recent as last week, I think there was a time... Oh, it was probably Friday because I took that off because I was doing a couple of days over the weekend. But um, I think naturally just because of what I do and um, I like the stuff on the side as well, the minute I sort of have a day that I don't have anything to do and like all the housework's done or whatever it might be, mm. I instantly think, oh, this afternoon I, I should do something creative or like why not use it to edit a photo or, or do something. And then, then I sort of thought the same thing. Last week, I'm like, why though? And I, like, I know me personally, if I sit around and just watch a TV show for an hour, that's when I'll probably feel more creative. So mm. I just think it's so accurate. Um, you sort of need, like people go on about it all the time, but you go for a walk, you go outside, you whatever, that's when your ideas are going to come to you. You can't just sit there at a computer being like, come on, idea, come yeah. on, come on, I need, I need something. So I just think it's, it's just facts. Yeah. And I don't know about you and I think it, I'm quite similar. Like, I start to feel guilty if I'm if I'm not yeah. doing something. Yeah. This today was really good. Like this morning, I, I had a bit of a sleep in, um, and then I just sat on the couch and just scrolled through TikTok and Insta, and like I, but I actually allowed myself that hour to just sit there and and not think, oh, I've got to get up and do this, I've got to get up and do that. And I'm not saying like everyone should spend like four or five hours just scrolling through. TikTok and Twitter and Instagram every day because that's also like not that helpful um, if you're trying to switch do off you, and relax. Do you think so? Do you, do you think that helps you? Like if you're actually scrolling there with no, like if you're just scrolling and you're not going to do anything from it, do you actually enjoy that? Because I find I'm the opposite. I find just sitting there and going through other people's work will dampen my creativity. Well, like. It's it's funny because I feel like my algorithm at the moment is so different to the stuff that I actually create that it is relaxing for me. That's interesting. Yeah, and and because I I think I make such a point, or I really got so addicted to TikTok, and that's this is probably a different discussion, um, that I actually made a quite an effort to stop scrolling as much. Like I'll I'll do it after oh, dinner yeah. maybe, or but like try not to do it during the day, or like if I'm just bored, I won't pull out my phone and, and start scrolling um, that it is a source of relaxation for me now and entertainment. Yeah. So like, again, it's just allowing your brain to just be distracted from thinking about work and actually start like getting new ideas and getting inspired to, to start working again or the next thing when you need an idea, you've got this bank of, fresh mm. thinking um in whatever you're doing like you said you could be out for a walk and see something you could be doing the housework you could be just sitting on the couch watching nba or whatever it might be and you might just get yeah. this like moment of clarity of something that you're you're working on or you've been trying to work on and it just all becomes like so clear to you what you need to do and i think that that lack of pressure in the moment is so important 
Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. It is interesting because I think uh, everyone's different. Like what works for you and what works for me, as we just found out in that small example, is different. So mm. like you don't know until you sort of try these things. And I, I was sort of thinking as you were saying that, do you think there's like a recent like shift in TikTok, like in terms of what people think of it? Like I know people still know it's terribly addictive and quite shit at times in terms of our brains have just turned to mush. But I feel like there's a bit of shift in that people are understanding that it can be beneficial to you. Yeah, I, I definitely think that. And it's actually interesting you say that. I saw, um, I think it may have been a tweet. I don't know if it was our, our friend, friend of the show, Edwin, or someone that he retweeted. That's actually the, the demographic of TikTok. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was Edwin. It was Edwin, yeah. It's changed dramatically. Fuck, I hate when it's yeah. Edwin. Why does he have to be right all the time? It's always him, isn't it? Such a yeah, piss it's like Edwin. the older demographic. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think originally people our age and perhaps from, like, 25 upward would think that, like, um, you know, TikTok's for dancers and, like, kids and stuff like that. But in reality, it is a great source of entertainment, information, inspiration, whatever you want it to be in mm. in a very easy to access format um, and a very like addictive format as well because you don't know what oh, you're going to yeah. get next, which is the brilliance of it. Yeah, I think it's just so the wide variety is just hilarious to me. Like one minute I can be stuck on, um, I've been a recent thing I've been stuck on is, and it's just so random, completely off topic. But um, this guy that, uh, what are the like the freestyle rappers called? Maybe it's just called freestyle. But um, there's this like famous rapper that goes on that. Uh, what's the video call service? Amigle or something that Americans use? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Chat, so I think it's and big, like chat roulette like a, and stuff like that, yeah? Yeah, it's just like a big chat room and you get randoms. And anyway, this famous freestyle rapper just uh, asked the person he matches up with Amigle like three or four difficult words to rhyme with and then he he busts out this amazing freestyle rap on the spot. It's absolutely incredible. <laughs> it's all, <laughs> all I've been watching. And see, so this is what I mean, like... It's this is why I don't understand people who say like, oh, TikTok is just mind rotting because occasionally you just land on these gems and you're like, oh fuck, yeah, like, this is like that's so a genuine cool. skill like, that is yeah. entertaining and opening my eyes to how good someone can be in a different form <laughs> of like musician or I don't know, I forgot his name, but I but does this mean that you're going to start your rap career now? Yeah, so give me four difficult. <laughs> 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 I, just to, to wrap to wrap this one up um good one i just thinking like i think it's so important for creatives to find the thing that works for them when they're like stuck on something or even just to switch off because your brain you, so often as content creators and, and, and creatives in the space you're called upon so often to find a solution for something that it can be overwhelming um, mm. And people just think that you have this tap that you turn on and it's like ideas just come. Um, yeah. If you don't allow yourself the chance to just do nothing, reset, refresh, those ideas are just shit and you hate yourself for them. Um, yeah. So don't be hard on yourself. And like like to this point, we need time to sit around and do nothing to, to recharge because in the nothing, that's where you find the next best thing. The something. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, um, you complete it's me. A, it's it's a it's a funny um, point because I low key really disliked uh, or really dislike in general the meetings where we'll have something coming up and then we'll sort of just be like all right um, 
let's think of some ideas, but the, whoever or whoever's organized the, the meeting or whatever hasn't actually put that in mm. the rundown. So it doesn't actually give me or other people time to think. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So like, yeah, I know I, what you mean. Like you can't come prepared uh, or whatever it is. Yeah, like yeah. I've never been the type of person, like I can be as creative as you want if I'm given time to think, but I've never been that person to sit in a meeting and be like, I can give you my best idea right here, right yeah, here. Yeah. Like, I just don't work like that. <laughs> no, and very few people do. Like it's yeah, it's kind of inconsiderate of anyone. It's like if you would turn around to someone and just say, hey, like I need or someone from finance and be like, hey, I need this profit and loss straight off the back like work out our financial position for the next five years and they'd be like yeah. well, well i need time to do that like i can't just yeah so it reminds me of the episode you went in or you went to town on accountants, accountants. Or like, i love accountants <laughs> they're my favorite people oh, all right good good chat from you this week jules Thanks, well done. what have you got uh, Oh, mine's not really, uh, it's more of a continuation on last week because I thought it'd be interesting to put our AR discussion to content catch up you. Mm. So what I, what I mean by that, and I, I know you knew I was sort of playing around with it and um, while I'm on this topic, I thought it was very clever that you did our um, our episode post during the week, all AR, didn't you? So it created the graphics and caption. Yes, the caption was all, yes. Yeah. All written. <laughs> it's very, it wasn't, you it can was tell. very much wasn't us. <laughs> yeah, I loved it though. Um, but anyway, furthering us putting this to practice, I wanted to, um, it was a bit ironic actually, because I do want to put up more snippets of our uh, shows, just Instagram reels um, on our page. Yep. Anyway, so I was going right. Um, <laughs> I was reading as I was fucking get, get what it together, What are you trying Michael. to do? Just talk. I was reading. I'm reading as I was trying to talk. So instead of putting the time to actually make these snippets, I'm like, I'm going to try to find an AI program to cut up our YouTube uh, episodes and yeah. make us tons of Instagram reels. So I tried to. I'll, I'll give you um, a bit of a rundown. So the first one was called Opus.pro. Mm-hmm. And Opus.pro... It was it was actually pretty quick. I'll give it that, but um, it didn't get the camera switches right. So the whole uh, uh, the whole snippets was just me talking to myself. But it did <laughs> pump out a lot of them. Like it was literally impressive. Um, how many it pumped out? I'd say fifteen to twenty snippets off this one hour YouTube um, thing in like the span of I don't know. 10 minutes of me just leaving it buffering and every snippet it pumped out, it sort of gave me a, a catchy title, which I found funny because they're all full, <laughs> clickbait, full clickbait titles. So I've noted a few down and this was uh, this was a few episodes ago. But anyway, a few examples of one of the snippets it gave me. So first one was discover the shocking success story of a viral TikTok guest. <laughs> Second one was photographer so dramatic. <laughs> yeah, it's full clickbait. And this was uh, this was the episode you talked about the NBA uh, photographer who does the shots from above. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it cut that one up uh, for us. Except again, it was just me talking to myself with your voice off to the side. But it was uh, photographer unveils insane way he captures epic NBA shots. <laughs> And then the last one was uncovering the shocking truth about Australian celebrities you won't believe. That one didn't even make sense. But it- what was that one? <laughs> um, I don't know. We probably mentioned something about this Aussie content creator. But um, that was all right. It gave us captions with that one as well. It was those punchy, bright captions. That yep. was pretty good, but it just didn't get the camera switches right and, and some of the context wasn't quite there. But you, you could definitely post them if they got the camera switches right. That was the main thing. Anyway. 
Second example is vidyo.ai. I'm just yep. reading these out just in case any of the listeners want to give it a try. But this one took longer than the first one, but I will say it was a lot it seemed a lot better in the way it actually did it. It had basic templates that you could sort of choose how you want your snippet to look and then you could yep. actually go into it and change the camera angle. So it was a bit more of a program. Um, it only allowed you to export them at 720 with 720p without uh, uh, paying for it, so it did have more limitations. But, um, again, it, it was pretty good. Uh, it wasn't quite as clickbaity and it didn't have as many that the first one did, but... It's definitely a different world out there, Jules. It was very interesting. And this one cost $450 a year, I will say. Okay, but that's like that's reasonable. If you're getting a good volume of work out of it, $450, bucks, so. which saves you probably like so much time in the in the video editing suite, like that's going to yeah, be worth it's, it. It's not awful. I mean, no. I relate it. NBA League Pass is a bit below that, I think. So depending on you, if you're going to use it. Yeah, well, get enough. Um, but it's just interesting to actually see what could work. Like, I think the second one would be more what you'd have to do. The first one you could use it for free, so it's probably telling. So, question on the on the back of that: Do you think you'd implement something like that into into your day to day? Well, I think I think if you found the right program and and. I think you give it a try, yeah. Like if you if you had a podcast that you think you could bust bust out ten to fifteen snippets with you doing no work besides uploading the raw one um, file podcast, give it. A, I'd, I'd give it a try. You would, yeah. But I mean, I think I think you'd want to do a trial to actually see if it yeah, works. Yeah, that's like, true. And like, it's and good. If, Got to get like the right engagement and stuff like that, doesn't it? Like, you yeah, don't just be pumping shit. But I mean, out. let's let's be honest. Like, if you have a podcast that's successful, half the things you scroll on TikTok and Instagram, if that's what you're sort of looking at, they're just really good snippets from podcasts. Like, I, I think it could work. I just wonder how like intuitive AI is to your actual audience and and like yeah. what they like consuming. You know what I mean? But that's like, what I mean. Yeah. It, you won't know until you know. Try it, yeah. Mm. You don't know if you don't know. There's always two sides to every story. There's a lot of logic in yeah. it. I just thought it would be interesting to look into. So that's my presentation for this week. I, I, we, we didn't quite get there, unfortunately. I don't think I'm going to use it. I better just use my bloody actual time. Make some more. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe we should just start using it. Maybe that would help us. Maybe Riverside <laughs> would like have one. Does it? Oh, you know I haven't I mean? looked into that. I haven't looked yeah. into that. Potentially. Riverside seems pretty good like that. Maybe that's the next thing they're developing. But Yeah, Riverside, ideally, if was, you're listening. <laughs> mm, CEO of Riverside, whoever you are. Ideally, I was going to find someone that, find one that was free and I could just un- get these unbelievable snippets out and you'd be like, Barks, geez, you've been hard at work this <laughs> this week and I wouldn't admit to it. I'd just be like, yep. Well, <laughs> I did actually I- ask you with the snippet you pumped out whether you would yeah. use AI. <laughs> Because I was no, like, oh, this is different. <laughs> oh, no, dear. That's me. Um, All right. Let's hit it. Yes. Let's hit go. Hit the eggs. Egg of the week. Egg of the week. I didn't know if you had the sound effect. I don't. I probably do. Egg of the week. But it's fine. Friends and enemies. That's all right. You can just put it in. Don't get AI <laughs> on this one. You've got a two. I've got do you two. want to play a bit of tennis? Do you want to do a bit of tennis? Yeah, I actually had yours as well, so I'm glad I've I've come oh, back okay, up. Good. Um, 
I don't know. I, just, I don't know when this is from. Uh, is it this one? Yeah. I don't know when this is from, but this is just like, for, oh shit, that's loud. Sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> for anyone watching at home, it's a fan activation moment of um, some guy at the some soccer game. It looks like in South America somewhere. And he's doing a fan activation thing. <laughs> and he, it's an obstacle course. And he's just basically like failing at every obstacle that he has to try and get over. Doesn't look like they could have chosen a more unfit bloke. He's, he's a slightly larger man. He's trying his heart out, but he's just... Oh, he's he, not letting it stop him. He gets to every obstacle and just... Nah. <laughs> He's about to go into that like gladiator style where he has to wrestle somebody. Yeah, it's full he's gladiator hasn't taken, style. Hasn't taken the <laughs> the hitting stick. He's just gone straight to. He's like, now he's asking for uh, it. Oh, <laughs> mate, this is two minutes yeah, of good. pure gold. Like I think he's going to get hit off here. <laughs> oh, I don't uh, know, no, man. he's actually technically oh, won that. It's it's just okay, brilliant. Man. It goes for two minutes. It's just it's quality viewing, and this man is my egg. He's now denying the help. He doesn't want the help. He doesn't want to get in. Oh. I'm shocked. I'm shocked here. You're not right. going down the paid the paid uh, fan path. No, I think this is too shit to be a paid fan path. <laughs> Me like too. The, but could that not be the point? I don't know. Uh, I just don't know. He's just because I. Because I think that would be oh, but that's what your other example was of that other um, camera operator dancing at that yeah. NRL game. So they've gone down the shit path, like showing someone that's really bad as opposed to showing someone really good. Yeah, I don't know. It's just look. If you ever need to pick me up, this video is is the one to watch. <laughs> if you ever think you're shit at what you're doing, just I'll we'll put it in the show oh, notes. It's actually so it's funny. Always- as long as you try hard, yeah. don't let Jules get in your head. Also, for anyone um, wondering, the show notes are accessible through the link in our bio. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I probably haven't called that out. Like all the examples we yeah, talk about, I, I link that. them in our show notes, <laughs> which are on our link in bio. So check them out. We're not just talking about shit. Yeah. Anyway, nice of you to check bugs. But anyway. Yeah, I didn't know that existed. <laughs> uh, my, my egg this week is uh, Conor McGregor, UFC fighter. Um, so he was at the Miami Heat uh, playoff game yes, during the week he was. and obviously had a bit of a skit, speaking of skit, to fight the mascot. And he took it a bit far because he actually sent the Miami Heat mascot to hospital with a punch to the head. So <laughs> this, uh, is, this probably is incredible, just incredible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Here it is. I, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it live, but. The, it's very funny. He so in the live video, this is just a, a report on it. Um, in the live video, he hits him. The mascot goes down, but then he follows up with a ground yeah. and pound, which is just. So I want to know which punch did it. it. Oh, it's got to be the ground and pound. <laughs> if you're looking at this picture, he's absolutely gone hard with this second hit. I mean, I I still think surely like two hits were in the script, so he's just yeah. gone. I don't know. I don't but, know. <laughs> I I did find the um third picture there on those that comment, Jules. He's the third highest paid mascot, I think. So he's going right. Well, I, was, going right. I was about to say to you, this mascot's probably got the best health insurance in America. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, my my yeah, sec- settle down, Connor. Okay, my second egg of the week. Um, again from the good people at Bad Design Podcast. An amazing follow. Um. They, so Madden released the um, cover for their 2024 game. 
looked amazing. Like this amazing photo. I think it's of the quarterback from um, the pa- uh, not the Patriots, the Buffaloes, uh, Josh Allen. Um, anyway, looks like a great photo box. You can see it looks pretty impressive. Do you notice anything mm. without looking at the sidebar? No, I'm trying to look for a bad Photoshop. But... All right, let's have a closer look. The bad Photoshop is right here in the middle of his mouth guard. Um, they've Photoshopped half of the guard out, oh, but left the rest of it in. Um, so for those just listening at home, they with, you know, with an NFL mask, they've got that guard on the, the face front of it. Um, and it's obviously got like different wires and stuff like that. So they've tried to Photoshop it out. So his mouth is clear and you can see his raw reaction, but they haven't gone all the way through. So this is just a weird, like half poking it out. Um, and this has gone to production. What are they, what are they doing? Just type that into generative fill yeah. and get it done. Just and, get it that done. That wouldn't miss half of it. I know. Um, and then one of the tweets back to this is, they didn't send in final final cover dot jpeg. They just sent in final cover dot jpeg. Such a real thing that happens. Yeah. In, in case that's not clear to everyone, how you just file named uh, things when you're sending to people. Final, final, final. actual final. V five two. V five. Yeah, dear. that's funny. But that's use the, AI. Yeah, use AI. Don't be silly. Um, a few eggs, but barks. Let's get into the bosses. Let's do it, Julian. Now you don't have one. I don't have Is one. This right? week. I don't. Okay. No, sorry. Well, mine's nothing wholesome. Mine's just good, good bit of content because yep. that's what we love here at the content catch up. Now the Jack Jumpers. We haven't talked that oh, about good them old for Jack off jumpers. And they're quite funny because we give them probably <laughs> equal amount of wax as we do compliments. They're, they could they could give you anything, Jack Jumpers. But um, this week they just something little a clev- uh, little bit clever in their Instagram story. So Milton Doyle was a player for them last season in Porter. He wears number twenty five, and during the day um, that they were going to announce Milton Doyle as coming returning to the team, um, they put up a couple of Instagram stories that seemed a bit random. I forgot what they were. Maybe some linking to a couple of articles, but in the shot clock in the background, they had number 25 on the shot clock. The shot clock only goes up to 24 seconds and a few fans noticed it. And I thought it was just a clever little integration into um, teasing a bit of news that was happening later that night. That is very clever. Very um, Mm. spot the difference type setup, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Something that anybody could notice. So, yeah, probably pretty self-explanatory, but uh, good on you. Whoever I don't even know anyone from the Jack Jumpers who I, works there, but I, I think know. it's Jack. It's, it's fucking. That's not funny. <laughs> You're so I think it's actually the mascot <laughs> who's got a concussion. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh. him, Connor. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, Barks. I don't have any bosses this week. It's oh, uh, it's fine. Just just haven't haven't seen anything that I, I really rate. Unless we go an egg boss for old mate who's just committed to the obstacle course. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. There should be an actual over yeah, there's an overwhelming rule that you can't have both. No, nah, he, he wasn't a boss. Um should we should we fight? Fight! Oh, fight! We should fight. I don't have anything again this week. No, that's I've right. Been slacking on this one. I don't know if you're gonna fight with me on this one. Um Actually, I've got two. I think one you'll fight with me on. I purposely didn't, like put it, didn't put it in the show notes because I, I thought you might uh, see it. I like early. when you do that. 
NBA is dead, Barks. No. <laughs> What, what do you mean? I just don't think anyone gives a rat's ass anymore. This has got to be one of the most underwhelming playoff series. You least are the talk definition. About. Least talk about. You are the about. definition of a casual fan. No, nah, I just don't think anyone well, cares you, anymore. No. You, so there's nothing wrong with being a casual fan, but somebody who doesn't watch it closely, I can see why they. you would say that. And I will give you a reason. It's because they've had the discussion. I was listening to an NBA podcast the other week about the next generation of uh, they call the Steph-LeBron problem. So once Steph and LeBron are gone, the casual fans who would make up, let's face it, like a, a massive amount of NBA fans, they're mm. not going to watch it because there's no there's no like generational players out there yet that have like the skill and the sort of following and charisma to them. So to you... It might be, but I, I strongly disagree. It's in a very good spot with the fans that are actually rusted on and they actually care. Nah, it's dead. I, I no, just, it's not. I, you I, don't know. You I, just don't know the I, team. I just don't think there's anything good coming out of it. I haven't seen anything <laughs> exciting. Like, you got this it's been... fucking big guy, <laughs> what's his name, the Joker, it's, just like who shouldn't yeah. be dominating, but he is. So, so like, there's just nothing good going on, mate. So he's one of the most skillful player the game has ever seen. And just because he's not some massive... Uh, African American. Oh come on! Don't even say Duncan. that. It's <laughs> so racist. You're uh, being racist. I'm not being anyway. racist. I'm just saying he's a boring looking player. But I'm saying if he was dunking on the top of everybody, would you be saying that? Because that's the that's the well, typical. And only black one people can dunk. Is that what no, you're saying? No, but I'm saying I'm saying the league is so much more populated with European talent and non-American talent, and it's amazing. But the casual fan, which again, nothing wrong with being a casual fan. That's probably a reason why it's not as enticing to them. No, nah, I, I just, think that's a fine decision. I think it's just dropped off, mate. I just don't think it's that because you're a you're a casual you fan, which is fine. <laughs> I can, and I will. It's like the NFL fans that only watch the Super Bowl. Oh, I, I knew that one would get you up and going. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not agreeing. In fact, there's been this recent thing on Twitter saying that this season has been the most entertaining storylines ever. Oh, it like, doesn't, it doesn't count if you tweet it. Like, it just I, did, I, I didn't tweet it. It's like a trend. <laughs> People just keep recalling... Oh, a teammate got punched. Like, what more do you want? I haven't even seen any good content to come out of the basketball in about three years, so I think it's dead. I gave you <laughs> some from Jimmy Butler last week. <laughs> Did say it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Butler is one of the, and Nikola Jokic, the Joker. He they're probably two of the ones that have given the best sort of not only their skill and plays, but just in terms of their personality. So I'd just like you to check yourself before <laughs> I wreck yourself. I told you we need something to fight on, so I just pulled something. But yeah, I, I genuinely kind of agree with myself that it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go back on it. Well, well done for agreeing with your own statement, Jules. It's very big of you. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. That was good. I um, needed that. I've got another one. I think you'll agree with this. Um, fans on social, uh, I think we've discussed this. I'm all for you going the the team and, and talking about performance and, and all this kind of shit. I... I think I've now drawn the line at like going after the team that are just trying to do their jobs, like the content creators, basically. I'm getting pretty fed up with um, 
fans in inverted comma, like the casual fans or or the trolls or whatever oh, you want to call tell them. Tell me about yeah. it. The casual NBA <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm getting pretty fed up with the um, the commentary when a team's not performing, um, just having a crack at the social media people or the content producers or the video producers, whoever it may be, just trying to do their jobs and still remain creative. It's Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's one of the, I think, we, we've spoken about that, this probably before, but it's one of the unspoken ones for me more regularly in terms of like we always consider the impact on the the athletes when they see criticism on them but like behind that is a lot of people who are, are trying to just do their jobs um and they can't go to work and do nothing and they they think you're trying to think of new ways to to still have positivity or like still show work or even just be creative themselves and getting slammed by people who just think it's funny to jump on and say oh, it's not too late to delete this or admin has mm. finally found the login for this or oh, this is an owl, don't post this, just show us this or whatever. It's like there's there's a line and I think you, you do accept a bit of criticism if it is if it is tone deaf content and, and I'll, I'll accept that. But there's also like, okay, what, what are we supposed to do? We don't, we don't just sit here and get paid to do nothing. Um, yeah, we we give you stuff to interact with all the time. Like you should be grateful. Like not sorry, not in a bad way, but like you should be happy that there's something to talk about. That we're still going out there and doing this because you know, like the losses hurt the content team as much as it hurts a general fan. Like, mm. yeah, I, I just think it's, it's also- just fucked. Oh no, it is. Uh, I think it's like, isn't it strange that it's such like a. Uh, a rare job where you can be criticized. Oh, not sorry, not criticized. It's like it's it's a very rare field where you can put your work out there, whether it's a tweet, mm. an article, a post, whatever, and then somebody can actually like attack you or say something bad about you, but it's like indirectly at you and it's accepted. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, so somebody can actually indirectly attack you or have a go at you, and there's nothing that. Well, I'm not going to say your employer does about it, but it's almost just accepted because it's behind social media and it's not actually yeah. like, oh, Julian, you did this. It's delete this or whatever, but you're the one who made the decision to put that out there because you're just doing your job. Yeah. and it, you, Sorry. You, you can't stop. Like, I just don't think people realize that you're not going to just stop doing your job. Like, it's not like you can come into work Monday because your team had a really big loss and just say, no. Nope. Keyboard down. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not doing anything this week. Because that's the challenge as well. Like you, you, you challenge yourself in those instances to be be more creative, but it does make you doubt yourself. And then it, it's, it's immediate feedback for people who haven't really even stopped to consider or consume what you've created. And you're like, the fuck? Like just give it a yeah. chance, you know? Like, I think it's... I think it's so hard because you're right. If there is like tone deaf stuff said, then of course, I mean, it's going to come across poorly or mm. weirdly. But then to what you're saying, like when we don't need to go into specific examples, but it's just, it, it still doesn't, like it's still not an excuse to do it. Like it's still not an excuse to bring someone down, even if it is just a sentence in responding to a tweet, but it's still someone yeah. behind that. I actually found myself for the first time, like, and I'm not not 100% proud of this, but 
biting back at someone, um, I sent them a message and I actually said, look, we're just trying to do our jobs here. And I, I know you're entitled to your opinion, but just consider that there's, there's people here that are feeling this as well and still have to like find a way to promote it. And maybe we didn't get it right or maybe we didn't nail it, but we're just, we're in the same boat as you. Like if, if you're, mm. if you have a bad day at work, what do you do? Do you just switch off and not do anything? Or like, do you just try and keep going? It's just the fact that our yeah. work is so public facing. Um, and mean- that, yeah. 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 Dude. I wonder if like, do you, it's such a good point. Cause sometimes like you can tell yourself all you want, like, Oh, we, we don't need to respond or we just should mm. ignore this. But then, so many people would have done it over the time. Then I can't help but to think of, again, American culture side of this thing. If you just kept going back with responses, do you think there's ever a point where that actually helps the situation? Like, I, what if you responded, yes? Look, I I don't think this actually helped the situation. I I felt like I I had a respectful conversation. I don't know if this person would would change it and would change their opinion. And, and I'm not expecting them to. I think the goal of that conversation is just like. You know, we are people. Yeah, we're. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That, that's all I want to get light. across. No, I just think about the quality of person that takes the time to. Like, could you imagine having that much time just to say say these things? Yeah, behind a keyboard. Like the phrase gets said all the time about keyboard warriors, but just imagine the actual person in their living room or whatever just making these comments. Like they're just low lives. Like that's what they are. Like these aren't nice people. I don't and, know. And and full full like thing the person i i spoke is not a low life they're, they're just a, a very passionate fan and, and i understand that the frustration and i understand all of that um no, they're, fucking low they're, life. No, they're, <laughs> they're, they're not they're a good person it's just like i they've got they've got status within the, the community so people listen to what they say um so if they're they're saying mm. one thing it's kind of like yeah that that'll get opinions and that'll get groundswell and all that kind of stuff um but anyway that was that's just something like if if you are a i guess like if you are a content creator um no i'm not going to talk to the low lives Uh, (laughs) if you are a content creator and and you are feeling this pressure just know that it it happens to to all of us and like just keep pushing on with the the creativity and and do what you can and and share what you're comfortable with but keep being creative yourselves and keep trying to find the creativity that will spark the next thing because you don't know when it's going to turn around and you don't want to be in a funk with ideas like push yourselves yeah. and, and just know that somewhere out there someone does appreciate the work that you're doing and it's it's not all the the negative negativity um that that you sometimes see yeah well said well mm. said julian um i'm no, i'm not gonna fight on that one no i don't have anything um to add to this segment but before we close off the show i just wanted to um I always find it interesting to see what people in footy are doing next. And we found out, oh, I found out the other week via LinkedIn that our mate Jenna Fulton is moving on from Gold Coast. Yes. So I don't know if I've seen the, the following um, LinkedIn status, but I think it's just interesting. It's good when you meet a lot of people in the footy and sport world, but I'm always curious about people that move on from footy clubs. I don't know why, but I like to see what they do next. And I think Tom Robertson from Collingwood is another one that went to Kathmandu and I've been following some of his stuff. So, yeah, yeah just thought I'd, I'd note that because I think it would be interesting to see what Jenna does. It is interesting to see um, where people go after sport because it's such a creative space, right? Like you do learn skills that like 
do hold you in good stead for many other jobs as you would as you would know bucks like you're not directly in sports you've got some element of sport in your job now but you let's say 90 percent not in sport um so it is kind of interesting and when i say sport i mean like the, the actual team-based sport not a oh yeah, yeah sorry i was gonna you say are, you know you basketball is still a sport well it's not <laughs> didn't you hear my content <laughs> oh, it's dead, dead. <laughs> expand it not from nba <laughs> but the Just whole the sport, the sport of basketball of is dead <laughs> hey um bef- before we do wrap up i i guess this does this should have belonged in the boss section i i did remember it um a bit later on but i just want to shout out um friend of the show indirectly but reuben williams from um sports grad this week he he had a a a very honest post um talking about um an experience of his where he was sexually assaulted by a colleague and and a very in-depth post and i encourage everyone to read it but i just want to shout him out for for having the courage to to bring that up because that's a that's a big thing for someone to talk about um not just in your your personal circles but uh, in a public sphere and hopefully it has encouraged others to to do the same thing and, and acknowledge that they're not on their own if if that has happened to you um so yeah just shout out to ruben good on you mate yeah. I, I hope you found some peace and in, in being able to share that and and thank you for sharing that with everyone yep yep far bigger than anything silly we've ever talked about on this show so very good call, call and a good final boss to end it on. Yes. Um, on that I, note. <laughs> on that note, you know what I wanted to say before this? Uh, I thought I had earlier today. Is there any p- proven fact that uh, saying make sure to follow our social media account, et cetera, et cetera, on the end of podcasts and uh, content uh, pieces, does that actually uh, result in followers? <laughs> well, that's something we all just say. I think we just all say it just in case of the yeah, off chance <laughs> You are stumbling across this podcast for the first time, but <laughs> I think it's just, I think it's just funny because like you listen to every podcast and to this day they all still say it, including us. And I'm like, is there any proven facts? Like you're actually already listening to the podcast, so you know it exists. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a nice way to wrap it up. We can yeah, start saying so something too. different. Maybe we say, "Don't follow us on social media." Like, yeah, we want to get down to zero followers. <laughs> we want to get down to zero likes for our posts. <laughs> We're not far yeah, off. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was depressing. Oh, anyway. dear. Okay, guys, wrap it up. Anyway, friends, enemies, thank you for tuning in to our third consecutive episode of this show. Uh, episode 19 was proudly brought to you by the good people at Riverside. Um, oh, I've <laughs> a sponsor. I wish we did. But no, thank you all for tuning in. Um, again, make sure you, if you do know a cool Australian content creator that... Um, you haven't heard us talk about on the show please send it through we are keen to to hear more um and and explore them and and talk about the work that they do hopefully not shit can them um any ideas for guests please send them through we're trying to get one on don't know who it's going to be but we will try and get one in the next couple of weeks um bucks the edwin (laughs) probably edwin uh anything else from you bucks no, nothing at all. Thanks to Beacon Lighting for this one. <laughs> you start naming a rat. Uh, thanks to Tony Corks. Uh, oh, Corp yeah, Corkers. we do have one. Yeah, yeah we do have one, actually. Jeez, uh, you've gone dark in that room. No, it's gone dark in here, yeah. So we've had low data yeah. mode on just so we could actually get through this show. But anyway, make sure you don't like and follow our content. It's no, shit it. anyway. Don't worry about it. Just listen to the show and enjoy it. Everyone, have a great week. We might see you again next, you next week. week. Maybe. Who knows?
Passou, hein? Bye!